Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics, Politics and Random. Egberto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Hey, it's revived. It's revived. The, the Biden administration has come back to life because the master Joe Manchin decided that he just about had to do it. I wonder why. Do you think there's some reason why he decided that climate is really important after all? Do you think so? Well, the pushback about his decision two weeks ago to blow up in the big ordeal. Anyhow, folks, welcome aboard. Eric Hayes is in the house. Bridge MCP. I didn't know you guys got tornadoes in New York and hail and all of that. I thought all that bad weather was something that only Texans and Southerners had to endure. I guess not. Paul Fleming Sr. is in the house. Welcome, Paul. How you doing, my brother? Yvette Avery Herod, our union specialist, our beautiful union activist, is in the house. Paul says to hit that like button. Egberto, you might not like my commentary on that topic then. I mean, I like everybody's commentary. I don't have to agree with your commentary to want to listen to it and hear it. Who knows? You may change my mind. Come on, man. You've been on this show a long time, my dear brother, AVQ. And you know that I love to, I love to massage things out because that's how we learn. That's how we get better. You know, that's why yesterday I actually gave Eric Hayes some kudos when we were talking nuclear energy. I gave him so much kudos that I decided to make it into an outtake. Alistair Waters, beautiful Alistair. How you doing, girlfriend? Hey, y'all, she says. Welcome aboard. Uh, and of course, in the house is our wonderful AVQ as well. AC Rodriguez says, soup, peeps, what's up? What's up, AC Rodriguez? Como está todo? Espero que todo está perfecto. You know? Hablando, hey, you know, the other day I was speaking Spanish and forgot a few words, you know, and it's like, oh, my God, what's happening here? E2247 is in the house. Arturo Dominguez, Extreme Arturo, has posted a Substack and on Medium. Uvalde Mayor working with Extremist Group. I saw that. I didn't read it yet. As you guys know, we've had Arturo Dominguez a couple of times or actually like four or five times on our show. We love El Señor Dominguez, one of our top writers out there on Medium, as well as on Substack. You guys need to go to Substack and Medium. Check out Arturo Dominguez and like his stuff. Subscribe to his stuff. If you have a few extra pennies in your pocket also, go to his Substack and subscribe for not just a free one, but just to kind of, you know, all these progressive writers that are putting out news out there that nobody else sees. These guys... It would be good for all of us. You know, we, we, we sit down a lot of times and we're like, I wish somebody would actually tell the real news. Well, help all these folks. Help all of us out. Hey, we, we need it here also. So please, Arturo Dominguez, I love the guy. Check out his work. He does great, great work. All right. Egberto, I've got a particularly long comment coming up, but I hope you read that Reuters stuff. Of course, if you have something out, buddy, I am going to read it. As long as, you know, it doesn't start a conflict in, in eventually with the rest of the program where, where, where I'm duplicating stuff. All right. Anyhow, let's get busy. Let's get busy. Let's get 
busy. Vamos a ver qué está pasando. Whoa, why is this phone stuff? Let me hang you up. There you go. All right. Bridge says, hey, peeps, I think, oh, you came in early, Bridge. The Guardian, Victor Bout, the Lord of War at center of Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan prisoner swap. Moscow has never forgotten the arms dealer who reported that keeps a photo of Vladimir Putin in, in his U.S. cell. His larger-than-life persona was further boosted by the release of the 2005 crime drama Lord of War. Featuring Hollywood star Nicolas Cage, which was believed to have been loosely based on Bout's life, Bout was finally arrested at a luxury hotel in Bangkok in 2008 in a spectacular U.S. sting operation in which undercover drug enforcement administration agents posed as rebels from the Colombian group FARC, catch, catching him on camera trying to sell weapons for use against Americans. Four years later, he was sentenced in a court in New York to 25 years in prison. When the prosecutor said he has agreed to sell weapons to kill Americans, Bout shouted, it's a lie. God knows the truth. His defense attorney, Albert Dian, said U.S. officials were targeting his client because they were embarrassed that Bout's companies had helped deliver goods to American military contractors involved in the Iraq war. The truth, this man, a, this is a man who trafficked weapons to private military contractors, terrorists, warlords, dictators, and anyone else with deep pockets. And he didn't care who they killed as a result so long as he greatly profited from each sale. I want to stop you right there, Brother Rudnan. You think this guy belongs in jail and he should rot in jail because the weapons that he sells. He doesn't care who uses the weapons to kill. Man, Rudnan, you have just made the case that every single drug, I mean, every single gun manufacturer in the United States of America that sells AR-15s and all of that to people we know generally go out there and kill others should be locked up. They are evil. I mean, I agree, but you just made the case much better than I just did. He was a bad dude. He sold guns to whoever would buy it, irrespective of what the intent was of using those guns. I agree with you, Brother Rudnan. All these gun manufacturers belong in jail. Sue them to smithereens because, you know, uh, yes, yes to, I, I should have put the video together. But, you know, I, I want all my Texas Democrats, right? I want all these Texans to go out there and talk about Dan Patrick, our lieutenant governor, who is the most powerful politician in the state, and our governor, uh, Greg Abbott. I want them to point out that when you saw yesterday near the Dallas area, a woman jumps out of her car and a car is getting away, road rage, and this other car is going. She gets out of the car, points the gun at the car, road rage, gets out of the car on the highway and start pumping bullets into that car. That car got away, but a few people got injured in the car. I mean, the government in Texas, the Republican government in Texas has allowed guns in, in mass all over the state. So you don't, I don't blow my horns here. If, if somebody jumps in front of me, I don't show lights or anything. I just let it happen. You know why? You don't know. All these kids are armed because they don't have to go through background. Anybody who can get a gun just can get a gun in Texas. I mean, we have a case. The crime rate, the gun crime rate in Texas has gone up. Republicans. I want, I want ads out that show 
if you load the place up with guns, people get killed and die. All right, The Guardian from Michael Rudden. Poll most Americans do not. And by the way, this applies to all states, people. This isn't just Texas. This applies to all states as well. All states. All right. That, that, that apply these policies, that is. Michael Rudden, The Guardian. Poll most Americans do not want Biden to, on Trump in 2024. News Nation. This, uh, Decision Desk HQ poll shows majority believe duo should not again, but they don't know who they'd prefer. Hey, look, it's 2016 all over again. Coming around in 2024. Makes me wish Americans would vote in primaries and actually pick candidates they want to vote for in primary rather than who they think is most electable. A nonsense idea thrust in their minds by propagandists. I agree with you there again. I think it's important. But Rudnan, that's what we do here. That is our job. Uh, Our job is not just to have fun exchanging ideas here on Politics Done Right. Our job is after Politics Done Right is over to share uh, what, you know, share our, share, share our, our Facebook of Politics Done Right, our YouTube of Politics Done Right, our Twitch of Politics Done Right, our tweets on Politics Done Right, so that we can help seed the internet with just what you just said. Whoever shares this, uh, both on YouTube and on, on all the other platforms, we'll put that message out there. And it will get a few people. You know, you're not going to get a lot each time, but if, you, if it's done, the constancy, the, that is how Republicans were able to get Roe versus Wade overturned. They never let up. They never let up. They kept on pumping that message everywhere. Absolutely every corner of their domain, they pumped that message. They pumped that message. And even though they never reached a majority, they reached the people where it counted. We need to learn that discipline as well. We should learn that discipline as well. And we can learn that discipline as well. Okay. Michael says, Egberto, as for why that Biden-Trump unfavorables poll reminds me of 2016, mind putting this up on the screen? Let's see what it says. Rudnan, oh, it says suspicious website. Find me another link. I, 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 you know, I can't do that, especially since we're broadcasting live, but my stuff says it's a su- suspicious. Sip. Uh, worst case scenario, you can do a, 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 you know, put it up on your screen, do a screenshot, and go ahead and send it to me. And uh, if, if you can't get it any other way, and I'll try to get it up for you. All right. Reuters. Biden pledged to tax wealthy companies revived with mansion-led bill. The U.S. corporate tax rate dropped to 21, uh, from 21, 21% from 35 after 2017. Tax cut pushed by then-President Trump, Donald Trump and his fellow Republicans. But many companies pay much less than that. And some of the largest pay no federal taxes research groups, including the Institute of Taxation and Economic Policy, found. Biden proposed raise uh, that rate to 28% last year <clears throat> as part of the infrastructure spending bill, but the tax component was struck from the bill. I think that was cinemas doing, if I recall. The new Manchin-Schumer bill also aims to close the so-called carried loop interest. Not completely, but kind of. Long a goal of Democrats. Carried interest refers to a long-standing 
uh, Wall Street tax break that let many private equity and hedge fund financiers pay the lower capital gains tax rate on much of their income. Instead, new compromise will uh, bill includes $430 billion in new spending on energy, electric vehicle tax credits, and health insurance investments. It more than pays for itself by raising minimum taxes for big companies and enforcing existing tax laws. Manchin and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said in a statement, Trump screwed the people with the tax cuts as should uh, be 90% as it was during the American heyday of the 1940 and 1950s. That's all Democrats seem to know how to do is compromise on the compromise and pass half measures that don't go nearly far enough because their coalition doesn't have enough votes for the full measure while Republicans play the obstructionist and every turn without often getting called out for it. And then Democrats wonder why people won't vote for them. It's the worst catch-22 to clear B-beer minimum required infrastructure investment to mitigate our, to migrate our energy supply towards renewables and avert climate catastrophes, $5 billion. And Democrats are pushing less than 10% of the requirement. Look, you're right. But I want to add a corollary to that. I want to add, we all need to take responsibility. Why is it that we have Democrats? You know, everybody blames Manchin and Cinema for catering, for cracking or messing up Biden's, you know, agenda. Uh, they are just the face, Manchin and Cinema. I could name you Booker in, in, uh, for drugs. I could name you individual senators, Democratic senators that are on the take with the corporatocracy not to not give us the best deals. I could name Congress senator after senator after senator. So we can't just put the blame on Cinema and, and, and Manchin, even though they're the prototypical, you know, one that we throw the blame at. But what you said earlier is what we all should be doing. We all should be going and making sure the primaries are handled. The reason we got these charlatanes in office is that they win the primaries. And then in a democratic state or, you know, it, it, at, that, at the point that they come about, we do have to, we do have to elect the best of both evils for those people who would otherwise be hurt if we don't. That's the humane thing we all do. Now, when we complain about it not being done correctly, you're right. That just means we have to keep doing what Republicans did for 40 years. The one thing they had was stay in power. They complain also, but they had the money and they had to stay in power. In other words, when things didn't go their way, they didn't pack up their marbles, go home, and stay home, which is something that we do too often as progressives. The Democrats don't do it right. Progressives sit down and say, well, to hell with you Democrats, we'll just sit down. It's not like the progressives sitting down, the Democrats not, not getting their policies hurt you even more. So my thing is a two-pronged approach. Yes, you are correct. We always compromise and settle for half measures. But that is because those that we elect are half progressives, are neoliberals. So if we want to fix that, we have to physically and continuously engage. And we also have to have the patience that Republicans have. 
It took them 40 years to overturn, or 50 years, I don't remember which one, to overturn Roe versus Wade. That's what I call dedication. That's what I call dedication. We have to, we have to keep trucking and fighting and fighting and not sit back and take our mar- marbles back up. But I'm going to say something else, and this is going to be a bit self-serving. There are a lot of us that do this, and this is all that we do. And it is hard very often watching those on the right that are plush. You know, they, they have all these great conferences that they go to, and it's paid for, and, and they are treated like, you know, they're, they're treated like kings and queens because they're the mouthpiece of the right wing, putting out a, give it, uh, putting lipstick on a pig. So they're paid to put lipstick on a pig. Too often, our folks don't mind sitting down in a Starbucks and all these other places and living high on the hog and all that good stuff and, and saying we are progressives and we want progressive stuff to go out. But those in the trenches pushing the progressive message. You look at Daniel Cohen, who I have on the show all the time, the president of, of uh, Indivisible Houston. This there is so much work Indivisible Houston does they, that they do in Houston, right? They go around, they they knock on doors, they 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 actually try to get people, etc. All on all on small donations and a lot of their dime, right? And whenever they ask, you know, sometimes people, well, you know, I don't know, and these you know, and these are folks that don't mind, you know, we go to Starbucks or we go to. We're having these big, big things or whatever, or we have these big cable networks that we pay for, or a big neoliberal politician comes into town and you go to one of their, um, to one of their meetups where they're raising money, $100 a clip, $200 a clip, etc. And that's who a lot of folks support. When the people that are out there, you know, too often, and you know, we we have to decide how much responsibility as progressive leaders as people who want progressive values in our laws if we want them we have to make sure that those that are that are fighting like hell for it get it done you know that is one of the talks that i'm going to be having when i head out to not new york but pittsburgh uh, I think there's a particular um, there's a particular thing I'm going to probably close shop down and go to that particular conference that's going to talk about how can we get uh, progressives as excited into supporting grassroots progressives. I'm not talking about supporting um, you know supporting uh, who's the governor for for uh, running the, the woman running for governor in in Texas. You know I mean in in, in Georgia. She doesn't have any problem, right? You know, I mean, we, we have this stuff that we'll support the stars, right? So we are going to, you know, there's one of the conferences that I'm going to be going to, to that to see, you know, where they think or how, how we can mitigate that in the progressive movement. So that's one thing. Okay. Michael Rudden also have co- uh, common dreams. Since 2021, big oil spent over $200 million to sabotage climate action analysis. Nearly 80% of the industry campaign donations during that time period examined went to Republican candidates, according to Climate Power. 
those whose analysis draws on data and open secrets. Early this month, Manchin, the lead individual recipient of oil and gas industry cash in Congress, informed the Democrats' leadership that he would not support moving ahead with renewable energy, spending as, as part of a less ambitious bill and apparently fatal blow to the hopes of climate action this year and possibly years in the future. Climate advocates stress that the deal is littered with fingerprints of the oil and gas industry, according to climate power analysis. Uh, has spent $63 million in lobbying so far this year. I swear this corporate corruption over our government is going to get millions of us killed in decades to come. Um, it, 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 you're saying it's going to get millions of us killed. It has already killed millions. Many of the wars that we have fought were fought, fought on false pretenses. Every mother who sent her kid to Iraq, who sent her kid to Afghanistan, has to be concerned that while we fight the wars, others reap the spoils for the fact of fighting the war, but no particular results. So you're right. <clears throat> you're absolutely right about that. All right. Eric Hayes says, <clears throat> thoughts, oil and gas gets treated same as renewable in Schumer's bill. Hmm. I guess this is just being fair <clears throat> or at least look fair to get it passed. Under the legislation, the Department of Interior would need to hold three previously canceled oil and gas lease sales for the Gulf of Mexico and Alaska Cook Inlet and, re and reinstate a Gulf lease sale that was vacated by a federal judge earlier this year. And the department could not issue permits for solar wind projects on federal lands and waters without hoping, holding regular lease sales for oil and gas. Those provisions represent a major coup for oil and gas companies facing a Biden administration that sought to limit oil and gas drilling on federal lands and waters out of concern for the big long-term impact on climate change. And what you just did, Eric, is prove exactly what Michael Rudnan just said. You just prove exactly what Rudnan just said, the corporate corruption. So we made a deal with the devil to get the bill passed. Okay. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right, I'm scrolling down. I'm scrolling down. Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, Lee Grant is in the house. Hey, y'all, far right checking in. Lee, you're not far right, brother. You're not far right. And believe me, a bridge MCP loves you. As she says, love you, Lee. You can't be far right. Breach says it might cost more at startup, but will diminish as time goes on. Yes. All right, Republicans from Paul Fleming. Republicans are whipping their members to vote against a bill that will lower drug costs, bring home, bring some manufacturing jobs back from China, lower inflation, protect the planet. This is a simple truth that they, but you know, you know what's so good, Paul? You need to write the ad for them, for the Democrats, because they're not going to say that. They are not going to, they're not going to put salt in the wound the way you just did. In other words, you don't go out there and the, the narrative shouldn't be Republicans voted against Biden's uh, bill because, you know, Democrats going to go out there and say Republicans voted against Biden bill, Biden inflation bill. No, that doesn't cut the mother who is having a problem feeding her kid, a mother who's trying to, you know, but what you just said, Paul, that is the ad. Republicans are voting against a bill that lower drug costs. They're voting against a bill that bring your jobs back from China. They're voting against a bill to drop the, in, the inflation caused by these corporate greedy folks. You know, it has to be better than that, right? But you get the point. Paul, you just wrote the ad, brother. 
You just wrote the ad. Arturo uh, from E2247. Arturo Dominguez allowing the hate groups to work alongside police and federal law enforcement will only add to the explosion of hate we're experiencing. Actually, let me just say one thing, E2247. We have known for a long time a lot of police officers are members of these hate groups, and we've known it here in Texas, in Houston. We still have police officers, I've been told, the old officers that are members of the KKK. And they have all the insignias on their lockers. So I've been told. Eric Hayes says, Egberto, don't honk. You just leave it and live. That's what I do, brother. You're right, Eric. In Texas, I don't blow my horns. And I tell you, it's so funny because I've been like this for quite a while. Because, you know, we've had a wild, wild west in Texas for a long time. But I'm in D.C., and somebody honk at me, and I was like, Ooh, what's going on? Because you know? remember, I spent eight months, eight and a half months in D.C. taking care of my kid. Anyway, Alistair Water says, diversify, diversify, diversify. Eric Hayes, wouldn't using various means to provide energy be a good thing? Smart woman. Bridge MCP says, why did the GOP reject a bill to help veterans expose the toxins? And you know, John Stewart is pissy ass mad at that. If there's a defense to, for Senate Republicans rejecting a bill to help sick veterans after already uh, voted a similar bill, it's hiding. Well, you see, these are these are cookie cutter ads ready to be made, Bridge. They're ready to be made. From YouTube, Alistair Water Disarversify. Let's see what using means to provide. Uh, I think uh, it's an, it, they're coming over. I think the, it is coming over from... Um, from YouTube, I hope. I think it still is. All right, let's see what else we got here. Want to Kill Americans by Malcolm v. W. Nance. Um, yeah, he's back, I think, right? I think he, you know, he went to fight the war with the, the Ukrainians. All right, let's see what else we got here. Paravet, 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 paravet. Lee Grant says Roe versus Wade went down because it was badly argued. The Scudders was making a correction. It was so badly argued that it lasted for 50 years until we got some quacks in, Lee Grant. Come on, Brother Lee. Bridge says, which they have gone too far and people suffer in the end. Yes. Michael Rodden says, Egberto, here's a mirror. All right. Thank you for the mirror. I'll put it up on the screen now. Uh, there we go. There we go. All right. There we go. Uh, this is what Michael Rodden wants all of you guys to see. Let's get it up on the screen. And here we go. And it shows Hillary Clinton's image hit a new low. Unfavorable 56 and Biden, uh, let's see, and Trump was 63. The fix. Ah, you know what's so bad about that? Even though uh, <laughs> Trump was worse because of where he won. Because remember, I think that tracks the, 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 that tracks the popular vote, right? It just didn't track the Electoral College, unfortunately, sadly. Thank you for that piece of information, my dear brother Rudnan. All right, let's see what else we got here. Eric Hayes says, this is a dichotomy, Egberto. You argue about tax cuts given tax refunds, and the other side argues increased government spending is bad. It is all the same results, right, economy-wise over time. Okay, good. I'm glad. Actually, I'm glad you said that because that gives me a chance to explain something. Eric Hayes is actually saying that it's the same difference. So if you cut in uh, taxes, you can inflate the economy. 
or if you just go ahead and spend and have those taxes not cut, you know, you expend. Okay, the, the answer to that is patently false, right? When you cut taxes, the bulk of that benefit goes to a small quantity of people. And that small quantity of people, because what's called the, um, the marginal propensity to consume, the marginal propensity to consume is if you have money and you are given more, what percentage more would you sell or would you use, right? So if you're wealthy and you get a big tax cut, uh, you may buy a new plane or you may buy a boat or you may just go ahead and save it, right? None of those particular works with that money is multiplicative as if instead of giving $1 billion tax credit to Bezos, you gave $1,000 to several million, you gave $1,000 to a million people. So if I give $1,000 to a million people, they're going to go ahead and buy more a, a, a dinner. For, they're going to ta- take out their wife. They're going to buy some flowers. It's going to be spread all over the economy because that million people are going to do a million different things. And it's going to jack up the economy in a lot of different places. That flower shop is going to have to go buy more flowers, more plastic for, that, for wrappers, etc. The bakery who just sold an extra piece of bread is going to have to buy more flour, I mean, more flour, etc., 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 it is very, it is, it gives a lot of activity. Then you say, but isn't it inflationary? Well, it's inflationary if we also give the tax cut that allow that other guy to do whatever he wants to do. But no, it's only inflationary if there is a shortage and you have the corruption of the plutocracy like you have today. Example, there is no reason the price of gasoline is what it is today because there is a glut of oil. There is not a shortage of neither oil nor gasoline. These are made up shortages by closing down plants, by doing all kinds of things to simulate a shortage where you sell less stuff to gain a bigger profit on it. It's a way to take your money away because you have to spend it and put it in the pockets of a few. So that inflation was a made-up tax cut for them guys because now they got more money in their pockets. It's math. And the thing about it, it is basic, simple arithmetic. It doesn't even take a lot of thinking. They just teach us not to think. They don't want us going through the mechanics. You know, people say like, tax cut. We need to tax cut. And then you ask the Republican, go through the machinations of what happens when that tax is cut. When that tax is cut, we have less money in the Treasury to pay for Social Security and all these other things. And I know Social Security has its own funds, but they're all fungible. And that tax, that money then goes to a few because it's, you know, based on how we have a progressive tax system, you give a big tax cut, it goes to majority to a few people. So we have to understand that. Then what happens is they are taking the monies out of the hands of the average American citizen either in the form of cash or in the form of services not rendered. And that is what we have to understand. That is what we must understand. So no, it's not a dichotomy, senor. Clarence Thomas resigns from his teaching job at George Washington University because of student protesting him because of his radical views. He's a clown. Uh, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Carl Cox says, 
The mega-rich corporations haven't paid their share in taxes since Reagan became president, with few exceptions such as AOC, Sanders, and Warren. Democratic politicians are corrupt. All politicians are corrupt. Uh, Paul Fleming says, Adam Kissinger announced uh, that the January 6th committee will secure Jeannie Thomas' testament. Wow, I didn't hear that one. Uh, and I'm looking at this stuff. I don't see it across TV either. Uh, Michael Rodney says, Egberto, half measure. I'm laughing here again. Democrats build back better was already a half measure. And now Democrats are pushing. Okay, so you got me on the half measure, Rudnan. You got me on the half measure, Rudnan. It's not going to be a half measure. So let's call it a one-sixth measure, okay? Or one-eighth measure. Which one would you like, sir? You tell me. Put it in the chat. One-eighth, one-eighth, one-eighth? Okay, give me whatever you want. All right, Carl Cox says it was a little over 49 years for Road versus Way to be overturned. Thank you, sir. Uh, the students at GW have radical views, not Clarence Thomas. Yeah. If Clarence Thomas wants to tell a woman what to do with her body, who is it with the radical view again? He, want, he as a man, wants to look at a woman and say, hey, woman, you cannot do this with your body. Who's radical again? All right. Lee Grant says, I see, uh, Paul Fleming says, Paul Fleming says, Paul Fleming says, uh, the road to fascism is lined with people telling you to stop overreacting. I love that. Lee Grant says, I see the Biden administration has redefined recession to make the economy look better. Talk about lipstick on a pig. No, uh, again, the, 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 we only had a drop in GDP because of drawdown on inventory. And in, look, the GDP is a terrible calculations. And, and you're right. If this had happened under Trump, I probably would have been highlighting GDP is down. And I would be just as hypocritical as anybody else. And somebody would have called me on it. And after somebody called me on it, I would have fessed up to it. So no, right now the economy is nowhere close. Nowhere close at all. So I think that's good. Uh, Bridge MCP wants me to put something on the screen. The lipstick on a pig. Here we go. You know what? I'm going to get some sound effects. I saw brother Tim Tim Black uses uh, sound effects. I'm going to get me a sound effect. I'm going to do a sound effect channel here. Ah, yeah, I like that. Check this out, guys. Check this out. Lipstick on a pig. You like that? Lipstick on a pig. Where did you find that Bridge MCP? For those of you who are listening on podcasts, go to youtube.com slash Egberto Willis for this show. Because you have got to see what Bridge MC Fee found with lipstick on a pig. All right. Alistair Waters said, reminded me that the person running for governor in, in, in Georgia is Stacey Abrams. I'm behind in my comments, as you can see. I love my peeps. My people are the best in the world. Absolute best in the world. Maywood is in the house. Uh, Michael Rodney speaking to CSAC. Let's see what else I got. Carl Cox, a vast majority of Democratic politicians take money from the same special interests as Republicans. You're absolutely right, sir. Wars for oil, wars for water. Ah, you just hit a magical thing, Rudnan. We have all this shortage of oil, I mean, of water in the West. I want to tell you guys something that we're going to be on the lookout for. In Texas, a lot of the oil has already been bought up. The water, I'm talking about water, surface water. And in, in, I don't remember exactly how it's done by, um, I forgot the name of the billionaire here in Texas. I, th I think he recently died. 
But the idea is to buy up a whole lot of water rights, which I don't think should ever be possible. Um, look up, uh, hey, Rodney, look up the guy that does, um, that, that I think he owned a gas fortune. Uh, and uh, he's a rich billionaire from Texas and actually bought a whole lot of water rights. I can't remember his name. Let me go scroll down to the bottom, see if anybody does. Robert Davenport is in the house. He says, Breach, where do you get that Jeannie Thomas portrait? Oh, that's not nice, Robert Davenport. That's not nice. Okay, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Mike Cisak, Clarence Thomas, recent Supreme Court rulings and commentary on abortion, privacy, contraception, marriage, equality. That's terrible. Yes. All right, Berto, if ever write something to CSEC, if you don't read them, they'll never see it. Did they block you or did you block them? All right. Let's see what else we got here. Um, para ver, para ver, para ver. I'm scrolling up from the bottom since I, I miss things at the bottom all the time. Um, okay. Peggy Lopez says, so giving money to regular folks to help their lives is actually putting the carrot in front of the donkey. Corporations face to try to get more of the money out of the pockets of regular folks. Yeah, listen. Um, you know, this supply side thing, right, is a ma- they never explained it this way when they gave you that supply side thing. But supply side economics is a patriarchal type of economics. In other words, we provide the supply, useful, you provide the demand. We give the supply first, and then you demand the supply that we have to offer you. As opposed to making us have the money and saying, ah, we want that, we don't want that, we want that, we don't want that. You see? But on supply-side economics, the masters make the decision. That's how it works. That's how it works. All right, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? Michael Rudnan says, Michael Berry was one of the, those featured on the big short, has been buying water rights, expecting to crash. No, but this is a billionaire I'm talking about. It's a billionaire. I can't, I, I can't remember his name. I, I'm going to have to take something for my, my midterm memory or something. AC Rodriguez says, tax cuts that only really benefit the top as a percentage of income. All right. Let's see what else I got here. Okay. I have a video for you to see. And this one is about uh, Ted, not Ted Cruz. This one is about uh, Lindsey Graham. Check it out. And then we'll take it on the other side. I call it the cowardly Lindsey. Do you think Donald Trump likely has Something on Lindsey Graham. You know, there is a lot of rumors about Mr. Graham. I won't say that because, you know, we only speak facts on this show. But uh, check this out and then we'll take it on the other side because it's kind of interesting what we have to show you here. I know some of you have seen it, but many haven't checked this out. We'll take it on the other side. Lindsey Graham yesterday summed it up well wants Trump to run again, and also that he's done with the January 6th committee. Listen. If you think Trump is bad for the party, I disagree with you. I think President Trump is good for the party. All I can say is uh, count me out. Enough is enough. And of course, there's the juxtaposition that we were talking about. Graham just yesterday versus Graham over a year ago talking about the 6th. Oh, yes. First, he was really this. You've done it now, Donald Trump. You've done it now. But you know what? Donald Trump probably came back and said, would you like me to really answer that, uh, Senor Graham? And he probably said, no, I will forever. 
I will forever be in your support, sir. No matter what you do, even if it's treason, even if you directed an insurrection, even if you exposed me, even if you told people what my telephone number was so that they could harass me, whatever, I don't care. I don't care. I am loyal to you, Mr. Donald Trump. You know, folks, it's not only Lindsey Graham, right? It's a whole lot of these Republicans who you sit down and wonder, what is it that a loser can really have on all those Republicans who have sold their souls to Donald Trump? I don't think it is fear of the base, because if enough of them were to leave Donald Trump, I think the base would get the message and the base would start saying, well, if this one and this one and this one leaves Donald Trump, there must be something wrong with Donald Trump. If the rest of, if these guys who leave Donald Trump also remind them how little Donald Trump thinks about them, that he, that they couldn't even go to his, to his golf, golf course. They couldn't even be near him. They won't, he, he doesn't even want them to touch him. Because he knows, he thinks he is better. So what is it that Donald Trump has on so many of these Republicans? I'm going to tell you something I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to believe that, and again, now this, uh, you know, I, I, we can postulate, right? And we, I have a question. Could it be that this man's involvement with Russia and with other, let's say, actors just may have a whole lot of stuff on a whole lot of these other guys that prevents them from doing what they really know they need to do. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't know what otherwise explains their devotion to a loser, their devotion to an anti intellect. Their devotion to somebody who has so little upstairs. Their devotion to somebody who can barely speak the language he wants everybody else to only speak Donald Trump. Your thoughts? Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers, all around the country to ensure, again, that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only re resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either 
one time or monthly, go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Politics Done Right depends on you to keep... Absolutely. So, um, folks, don't forget that uh, you can support um, you can support our trip to P- Pittsburgh, um, PA, at the Netrooks Convention, the largest convention of uh, progressive writers, uh, politicians, activists, bloggers, etc., and you can do that by supporting our GoFundMe at politicsdoneright.com slash netroots. That would be most appreciated. Okay, um, let us let me see. I have Robert Davenport says, uh, uh, Gra- uh, Graham is such a tag-along wingman, he will never stand up to whomever he has designated daddy. He is the weak-willed type that line up to support up-and-coming tyrants throughout history. I agree. Breed says, again, from inside the gay community, they had enough of Lady G. Egberto Willis, Lady G, hated Trump. Then they got something on him. Then he is up Trump's... <laughs> oh, what did they get? The gay community coming out and calling his name uses... Oh. Oh, <laughs> Melanie. Hi, Egberto. Came in early from the park because the dog was misbehaving. Well, we are so happy to have our resident from España, La Señora Melanie Keelan. I got it. I got it, Bridge. I got it. I got it. I got it. I am just not saying it because, again, it's politics done right. And, you know, I have to hold on to a certain level of you get it. You understand me, my dear, beautiful lady. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been watching you guys talk about Lady G all along. And, I, you know, sometimes, you know, you're not even realizing what your audience is telling you, right? Thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anyhow, um, let, let's see what else is here. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the, the, um, the bill. A lot of here's what I'm hearing from a lot of my more lefty folks. Um, they are very unhappy. I didn't hear the, the part that um that Eric brought up about allowing drilling and all of that. I hadn't gotten that far in my in in, in hearing about that. But I heard about not enough going into uh, healthcare. I hear about what about uh, the family leave? What about uh, the something like a basic income to allow us to help out the kids. I heard about all, all of those things not being in it and people raising hell about it. we shouldn't support the bill. And there's one other big thing that I can't recall right now that, um, uh, you know, even, even the carried interest, right? The carried interest, all they really did is, as opposed to having, if, if you hold the stock for more than uh, five years, right? Now you can't you 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 can't treat it as gains, but but I I want to explain something to folks. God, they don't understand how nasty carried interest is. 
Let's say I work for you and I sell your stocks for you. I will make a certain percentage of your stock's appreciation. So let's say your stock appreciates, right? And uh, I'll make 20% of the appreciation of your stock. And that is income to me. But there's a special law in the tax code that says my income isn't like wages that you make when you go to work for the baker, the candlestick maker. That income that you pay me to sell and buy and do your stock, I treat that income as if it is my capital gain. And capital gain, as you guys know, is actually billed at a lower rate than the working man's tax. Here's my solution, though. I don't even want to worry about carried interest. What I want to worry about is treating capital gains. Capital gains should be taxed at a higher rate than wage income. I repeat, capital gains should be taxed at a higher rate than wage income, not the other way around. When you get up every morning and go to work and get paid a wage, you get up every morning, you have to go to work. You have to you expend your energy. Well, even if you're working at home, you are doing something for that money. You are doing something for that money. You know what the rich guy is doing? Oh, he's taking risks. And because he's taking risks, the highest percentage he pays on tax is 20%. While you could pay up to 37%. People, even a flat tax isn't fair in my opinion, Bruce, but we can talk about that another day. But people, get it. Listen. Listen. The guy who does nothing for a living. His tax rate is less than yours. Egberto, will you give back the money you made via capital gains so we can have it? Look, when the laws change, I will follow the law. It's not like I'm getting a lot of capital gains right now because I've invested all of my damn retirement in this. And now it's all I got. But listen, let me, let me, let me tell you something, guys. This is important. Um, it hurts me. To see somebody like a middle-class guy I know like Eric or whatever, not understand that the wealthy folks just laugh at him. He's a joke to them. He is just a joke to them doing their, doing their dirty work in his, in his middle-class name. It's amazing. It's amazing how we have been taught not to think straight. When that, the guys who built the, 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 um, on the Colorado River, the, the dam, the Boulder Dam, it's not called Boulder Dam anymore. What is it called? I show my, show my age. Uh, it's not Boulder Dam. It used to, you know, you, that dam used to be called Boulder Dam in, when it was just built. Now it's called what? The dam that dams up the Colorado River? Um, anyhow, so we have to be careful of that. Going to work is a risk. Thank you. You would make more working elsewhere. There is risk all around. Melanie says, 
Melanie Keelan, we got a bit of rain, which has made things a little more bearable. Lots of picnics in the park. Dog, get out. <laughs> That's the thing, Eric. Any tax money Egberto would pay in wouldn't go to anyone but the rich. There you go. There you go. Uh, Eric says, I don't worry about what I can't control. Lane will never be rich. It's so not in my purview. Loser mentality, Eric. I'm sorry. You are... That's the, that is the mentality I am trying to abrogate. I mean, or trying to get folks to leave. To make believe that you have no power. That's what was inculcated into your mind. That you don't have the power to make changes. Who the hell gave the people who have the power the power? You did. You're one vote. It is lazy to sit back and say, I, I'll just do nothing. What I can't control, I'll just leave it alone. Look. And let me tell you why, to some extent, that is very upsetting to me. Hoover Dam. Thank you, Eric. Hoover Dam. Let me tell you why, Eric, you just upset me in a, in a lot of ways, right? And I, I don't mean, I honestly don't mean this to be self-serving. But I, when I started this stuff, and I, I think I've written this somewhere, I sat down in the dark and I kept on saying things like, God, I see all these things that are wrong with our society, with our democracy, with our capitalist system. And I'm like, somebody should do something about that. Somebody should do something about that. And I realized what I was saying. Somebody should do something about that. If everybody says somebody should do something about that, then nobody does anything about that, right? And that is, the, that is what the plutocracy expects. All of us to complain, but nobody to do. So I said, okay, I'll be an example. I'm going to give this stuff up. Not only that, my, yes, Pelosi is one of the rich two that needs to be, to be, neutered yes yes lee grant and so you know i sat back and i said ah i gotta do it right and it it wasn't completely and entirely altruistic my website at the time was making enough that if i cut all my bills and cut them down and all that kind of stuff i could survive right but even the plutocracy got to me they destroyed my web income because they could and suddenly lost 90%. I'm so I'm trying to show, do we have control? Yes. I could have. It was still at the time when I could have said, okay, I'm going to go back into software development. Then I paused and I said, wait a minute. These guys took away the incomes of a lot of small broadcasters like myself. All of us. Everybody. I'm not the only one. Thousands, right? These small broadcasters that, that use this model to put information out. And one day, Google, Facebook, and all of them flipped the algorithm, screwed us, right? The item is like, okay, I guess I got to stop doing this and go, go work my thing again. And then I said, wait a minute, no. That is exactly what our brother Eric Hayes would have said to do. Well, you can't win. I, I don't have any control. I said, hell no. I do have control. So I changed my model. My model went from just making money on ads from that the plutocracy puts on my website that they stopped and saying, you know what? I'm doing this for a cause. And most people are, want the things that we support and ask a few who can to invest in it, invest in what we do. And that's what that is, that is my model. 
not to let them dictate the model, but let us dictate the model. So back to you again, Eric. You do have control, brother. I honestly want you to get out of that modal that you don't have control. And, and when we go out to have lunch, our Texas group, you know, I'm going to have to give you a few back slaps, loving back slaps, that is, brother. But we do have control. Robert Davenport says, when you vote against your own best interests, you give away your power for slogans. While the political power parasites suck up the foolishness to maintain control, wake up, vote for the great good USA. I love that. Uh, Davenport, I love that. Breed says from YouTube, Robert Davenport. Oh, that she 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 reposted that. That's a good one, Davenport. Uh, Breed says upstate New York uh, has always had tornado here and there, small but just as bad. I didn't know that. Okay, let's see what else I got here. Peggy Lopez says, "Glad to hear you realize you are somebody." Here you go, girlfriend. Uh, Melanie Keelan, tornados in New York. Jeez. <laughs> okay, I think the show is over. Because it's 402, I got to get out of here. Look, guys, uh, thank you for being here. Please support the program. I ask you once again, I'm going to give just uh, two links. One is the all-encompassing support link, which is politicsandright.com slash support. You can find all the different ways to support us. I'll tell Ashley hi for you, Bridge. You know she loves you, man. As, as politicsandright.com slash support, all the different ways you can support us. And please go read my, I had another chapter that I posted last night. Tribulations of an Afro-Latino Caribbean man. Racism didn't stop my smile, hope, or journey forward. Check it out. Por favor. Amazon actually give you a few coins so that you can actually read all, all of them. Seven, I think I'm up to seven chapters. Anyway, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I get out of this. My name is Alberto Willis, politics and I am what? What am I? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.